0: Pointless Conversations About Culture, your Seriously Pointless podcast about all your nerdy geek things across time and the dystopian land of Estonia.
1: Glory to Estonia.
0: All oh, hail. Dasvidani, James. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is David, and I am again joined by my brother in arms, my uh, my communist brother.
1: Comrade, okay. Comrades. Com- he's, he's I'm sorry. Com- associate. <laughs> uh,
0: my comrade, James. Uh, he has joined me today to disillusion you of your democratic ideals and your 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 capitalist ideals
1: membership in the party runs deeper than ties of blood
0: that's right it is mandatory (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys if you guys haven't figured out what we're talking about today we're going to be talking about the wonderful simplistic game i guess but at the same time extremely um detail oriented game papers please
1: it's this incredible little dystopian game which will drag you down to the mind-numbing world of bureaucracy.
0: Yep, and at the same time, it's wonderful. It's so simple, it's, but it's so elegant. And it has this
1: very it. kind of human pathos of like this very everyday tragedy and horror going on.
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 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 one of those breakout hits that I was not really expecting, but uh, yeah, it, it's we're going to talk about that in a little bit more in depth here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, Yeah, well, we'll just talk about things that we love. Um, James, what have you been up to? I know you've been working a bunch this last week. I've been
1: working a lot the last week. One thing I did finish recently was I went through the Divine Dungeon series by Dakota Kraut. Okay. Uh, It's a five-book series. It's a dungeon core series about a dungeon core. It's a human who gets, like, turned into the core of a dungeon and his adventures as he (laughs) deals with the humans in his settlement and the other forces in the world. Okay. It's actually a very excellent series. It's one of the better examples of the Dungeon Core genre. Okay. Uh,
0: I and mean, who is it
1: by? By Dakota Kraut. The okay. first four books are narrated by Vicus Adams, who you probably recognize that name. I, I do know. I and they're excellent. There was some drama with the fifth book where there was some payment disagreements, and they changed narrators. And suffice to say that I just read the fifth book. Aww. <laughs> Instead of listening to the audiobook. And in general, the fifth book is, is kind of weak. But the first four books are really excellent, especially Sounds for good. that kind of lit RPG type oh, yeah. zone, which tends to be a little more on the marginal quality are they side all, of all? Uh, are
0: they on Audible? They I'm are assuming?
1: all on Audible. And I'm told that Dakota Kraut's a prolific author, and there's apparently a lot of other books in his kind of universe. Oh,
0: wow. I'd be kind of be interested to check that out because I'm always looking for something new. I've actually, you know, talking about audiobooks. You, you saw the other day, I, I posted online that I, I've gone back to Dune a little bit because I, I feel a little homesick for my planet of Arrakis, and I, <laughs> I, I really wanted to maybe, I don't know, inhale some melange a little bit. I don't know. We'll get see. The, get the
1: old spice flowing again. The spice
0: flowing, yeah. Uh, as our buddy Cole said, that might be a dry topic to we'll talk about, but anyways, love you, Cole, by the way. Um, it, it's The puns run deep in this friendship. I, I was...
1: We could do Dune. We'd have to talk about philosophy for like three hours straight. But it's
0: It'll be a heavy anyway, subject, If man. you guys
1: are interested in having us talk about Dune and the philosophy of Dune, shout out to us. I I'm, mean... I'm more than willing to do it, but...
0: That, that's I know not be, everyone
1: likes to listen to that sort of thing. That
0: might be one of those extra kind of serious, kind of like Jackie and I are doing with the Harry Potters. We're kind of breaking it up and doing book by book. We might have to do that on our own and just try it and make it. We might have to bring in maybe, we might be able to bring your dad in or somebody in maybe that's right too because I know You'd your dad, enjoy it. your dad was a huge fan of him back then.
1: Yeah, i John maybe.
0: Yeah, your Uncle John too. That would be great. Oh my God. I don't know if I'd, what I could do if I had all, all three of you guys here. It'd be a Williams cat. i would by the
1: Williams boys. Yeah. yeah
0: oh my God. You guys would be in for a treat there, so. But yeah, but yeah, that's um, that's what I've I've been doing. I was listening to that as well. Have you been watching anything or playing anything?
1: Oh, the um, uh, that I'm a spider, so what anime just hit its conclusion? Uh, and actually, yeah. most of the like spring and summer anime are hitting their finales. Is it on? Is it on Funimation? That one's on um, VRV. Okay. It was done by. It was one of the Hulu. It was VRV. <laughs> and it actually turned out really good. The first episode or two felt really derivative of the that time I was reincarnated as a slime, mm-hmm. but it actually is really good in its own right, especially towards the end.
0: So I was looking for it on Funimation, and I could not find it. I was kind of getting a little aggravated because you 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 sung some praises for it, and I'm like, I want something to not think about for a little while, maybe while I'm doing my run. And I was like, I couldn't find it, so. I'll hop around and try to find it somewhere. That'd be to VRV. So yeah, I'll, VRV. I'll, over, I'll it's
1: try to uh, find it. is like streaming platform. Okay. But uh, Shadow's House, the anime is still really excellent this season. Mm-hmm. The combatants will be dispatched. One is kind of concluding I, too. And I that would, one, eh, yeah. it's, it's funny. I will say the further the end, the further the season goes and the more they're kind of pushing that brand of humor to its logical conclusion, the less entertaining it gets. Yeah. Well, Maybe watch the first three or four episodes and
0: stop. That's okay. You it, know, there's
1: a, I don't think it's going to do a second season. Like, uh, we, I started watching the second season of How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, mm-hmm. and it's just bad. It's it, it really is. It's crossed over that line from kind of, you know, funny jokes about awkward situations to, to dis- like, just blatantly sexual. Yeah, and it's and you're just, just like, like, okay, this isn't a joke anymore. You're just being creepy Dylan, you're just going at it now i mean yeah, it's not you're, you're
0: you're just being creepy this is just some this is some it's, animators horn or you know pretty much
1: it's going for something my wife thought was really funny to something we were both uncomfortable about
0: what, you, what that's pretty sad whenever it's just like somebody that's obvious you guys have obviously been in intimate relationships at this point it's just like if that makes you uncomfortable it's just like it says a lot about something right it you does know? it's so uh what can you say <laughs> yeah you just kind of go with it you know you just kind of like i'm done so and you just move on but yeah but
1: there's some new some of the new fall anime is starting to kick off yeah. i'm going to give it another week and maybe i'll have some recommendations next time that'd be fun yeah we can, can go watch over the that, first episode where, or two
0: of a lot of them yeah we'll go over that uh, next week maybe have a an anime cavalcade perhaps yeah. So. but yeah i on your recommendation from last week i actually started watching uh cells at work code black mhm Uh, Not been, has not been disappointed. Um, It is is very morose. It is, isn't it? I'm, I see the twilight of my years is bleak and dark.
1: Exactly. The first one is like a feel good show. And the second one is like, oh my gosh, I should go to the gym.
0: I I need to go to the doctor more often. Like, I don't need to like, man, I should stop drinking. You know, what happens whenever you things don't work like they're supposed to? What about STDs?
1: exactly like the the cells are getting high on caffeine and- i know
0: i mean i mean some someone would say maybe i'm possibly going to be lonely when i get older. oh my god you remember that part in the that the, uh what was it uh, the chlamydia yeah I'm the stds lo- i'm so lonely and i'm like what is this, this is so creepy oh it's so good though but yeah i'm on episode four or five i don't know if you saw me watching it but i'm on mm-hmm. episode four or five and i'm i'm enjoying it quite a bit so that's probably what I going to do. Uh, I've been doing that on my off days when I kind of get closer to bedtime, and I uh, I get my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm an old man, okay? I get that. I get my 99 night tea. It helps mm-hmm. me kind of start to fall asleep.
1: Chamomile, nice or... yes.
0: And I sit there and I, I sip it while I watch a couple episodes, and it, it's fun. I I've been I've been enjoying it a lot. So Good. it's 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 a blast. I kind of want to watch that, uh, finish up that, and then I hopefully I can get back into the swing of things with uh, My Hero Academia because it's. Uh, I know from what I gathered, it's kind of gotten over that filler arc kind of thing a little bit.
1: Filler arc is pretty well done. They had like a five or six episode like tournament between the classes, but now there's like another work study and they're they're well into the new arc. Good. The last five or six episodes have been dedicated to like Endeavor and his agency.
0: And good. it's actually been really good. See, that's what I was wanting to worry uh, about. What, what if you're still watching about. Black
1: Clover as well, they're done with their filler and the yeah. new episodes are actually pretty good.
0: I know you were talking about that a little, I have a, another guy at work that uh, really enjoys Black Clo- Clover and he's been trying to get me to watch it too. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if I want to sit down. Cause how many, there's quite a few episodes in it in there.
1: Quite a few. It's quickly becoming another one of those mega shonens. And so it's yeah. like, well, is it worth watching, you know, a hundred episodes from the beginning over it? I don't know. Yeah.
0: And it's, that's that's kind of where I'm falling. So if you into started at the
1: beginning, then it's good. But I,
0: yeah. So that I don't I don't know if I'm going to try and actually take the time to uh, sit down and you know go all start, in on it. Yeah, but we'll 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 beginning. see. Um, it, it might be one of those that I, I go in and uh, just. I don't know, just kind of dip Rounds my toe around. in and see if I if I, if I I enjoy it, and if I don't, I'll, I'll just move on kind of like I am with... Uh, it's
1: got most of your typical shonen tropes in it, so, I mean, you're not missing a, a, you're not, you're not missing a timeless classic or
0: anything. Well, uh, that's kind of what I was looking for. And I was also, that's the same thing, too, is I was kind of looking back at some of the older anime that I really wanted to watch. Like, I started watching uh, Evangelion a little bit again, mm-hmm. and I, I I know, I really like, and I figure how much I truly really enjoyed watching it whenever, you know, it pop up on... Uh, 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 not Robot Chicken up on uh, Toonami mm-hmm. uh, at nighttime when I would go over to your guys' house mm-hmm. and we would just sit there for hours when we'd watch, you watch know, like Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. you know, Evangelion, and uh, what's it's not Hunter x Hunter, it's the one with the Try guy gun or- Trigun, yeah, yeah, Cowboy Bebop. yeah. Cowboy <laughs> Bebop and all those. And I remember just sitting there watching those with you guys and having a blast with it, so
1: yeah, and I think Evangelion 3.0 is on Amazon Prime now.
0: Yes, it is. Which
1: I need to catch up on those. I watched the 1.0 and it was amazing. I think I even watched two, but I, never watched, I haven't watched the 3.0 yet, so yeah. I need to get it.
0: This is the problem with all these streaming servers. There's so much to, like, try to sift through and try to find what you like. There's so
1: much content, and there's no, like, single place to find it. And I'm like, I just can't be bothered to go to all of them every day. Yeah, it's like, do I want to
0: spend a whole day, like, sifting through and making lists? So, like, that's literally what I do sometimes. Like, if I'm bored at work and I don't have anything, like, pressing to do, Mm -hmm. I will literally start, you know, looking at, you know, top anime you should watch or, like, top anime from, like, Twenty twenty or like recommendations and start making lists like hey this looks good this looks good. You shouldn't
1: have to manage your entertainment schedule.
0: Isn't that bad? It's like (laughs) but I do that sometimes though. But you know talking about other entertainment stuff. Have you but have you got a chance to play anything at all? Uh,
1: Not in the last week. That's kind of what I figured. I've I've been working my usual job and then I've also been doing double duty. Going to lots of extra meetings and writing papers yeah. and procedures and policies and it's been a nightmare. That's, that's
0: the that's the downside of uh, living in Missouri right now. If you guys are a first responder or a healthcare professional or just anybody in general, it's you've noticed that our uh, our population has been a little bit more. Um, how could I say this properly? Not resilient. Uh, uh, they're more bullheaded about getting the vaccine, um, and it's hitting people a little bit harder than Suffice normal.
1: surprised to say, the Delta variant hit us like a train wreck.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you know, you know, it doesn't matter really what your political aspirations are or all your political affiliations are in this world, guys. Just do a favor. Like the faster everybody gets uh, uh, the couple shots, the faster this thing hopefully will be over with. In my opinion, that's I just think me. You're absolutely correct. So like I said, is, it's uh,
1: verifiably demonstrably true.
0: That's what I said. I you know it's like I said, it's, it's, it's not about our, the elderly anymore. You know, the kids are getting involved and stuff like that. So I'm going to get off my soapbox and we're going to get back to some fun stuff. But like I said, mm-hmm. do uh, like I said, and you've seen all the campaign slogans around town guys. You can, as a Missouri, we can stop this, go get a couple shots and hopefully we'll move on from this. But anyways, so, um, in my corner though, mm-hmm. um, all less, uh, uh, a more and happy note, as it were. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've actually been trying to push through a little bit of Binding Isaac, actually. Um, I put Mario on the side. It's uh, a lot more daunting than I, <laughs> I, I... It's it's pretty sad when I have to say that Mario le- is more daunting than the Binding of Isaac runs that I've been doing.
1: Mario? Really?
0: Yeah, I know. There's been a couple of them. It's kind of made me mad. The controller I have, so the way it's set up, it's not good for like motion controls. Mm-hmm. It's literally just one of those ones where you just slide the uh, actual, like, Uh, switch uh, uh, I guess you would call it screen into, and the controllers are not they're already attached, they're Mm -hmm. attached they can't move them, so I've been trying to, waiting to have some off time, so either tonight or tomorrow, um, depending on how much I like Humankind which is the Mm -hmm. new uh, Microsoft game that came out pretty recently, it's like a Civ clone, if I don't like that I'm going to try and bust through some Mario and get some of the ones, because it's easier, I've noticed, to get some of the star, or get some of the moons with the motion controls. Yeah. And so, it, it's a little bit rough. So I'm gonna try and do that as opposed to me sitting there holding my screen and like shaking it really bad <laughs> to try and make myself go real fast, and I can't. And then I can't see what I'm doing, and it's just it's a it's a whole thing, man. Yeah. So, but needless to say, I've almost I pretty much completed uh, Cappy's World, Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, the sand kingdom mm-hmm. and I'm onto the water, the lake kingdom right now. So oh my goodness. <laughs> I know I'm all, I've still, I've got about 160 left. So 160, no, sorry, about 118 left. So, well, I mean, that's a lot better
1: than like 800.
0: Yeah. It was a lot better than it was. So it's actually a lot. Some of them are pretty easy and I'm kind of like looking at it. like when I'm watching the video, like where it's mm-hmm. at, I'm just like, I'm like, who would have ever found this? Like, this is the most <laughs> random like way to find like, so I'm just going to pound the ground everywhere and see if yeah, I can find just one. It's
1: got to happen to find it.
0: So, but yeah, so that's what I'm going to try and get done with the night between that and Humankind, hopefully. We'll see, so. But, uh, and other than that, yeah, not a lot to do. Are you planning on playing anything the next week or so? Uh,
1: Undertale is on the Xbox game subscription. I'm going to check that out. Fun. Um, I think the Ascent game we were talking about trying to play at some point. Yeah, we can hit that up. And I still want to get back to my time at 40, but I just haven't.
0: It's okay. You know, like I said, if it, it's going to be there for a little bit because you bought that on Steam, didn't you?
1: No, I saw that on the Xbox Game Pass. But, oh, okay. But I can always buy a copy if I need I to. Think it'll be or, for, I
0: think it's going to be on there for a like while. You say, that one's you, been out for a little while. Like said,
1: I said, I probably won't do too much of that one because they're they're making a similar game that's going to be multiplayer, and I'll probably play that one with my spouse. So. There you go. She'll like that. So. She'll enjoy that a lot, and those are the type of games we like to play together. So
0: Yeah, so speaking of... Uh, games and gaming news that have popped out.
1: There is some yeah, some great stuff coming to the Game yeah. Pass.
0: Do you want to talk about the stuff sure. coming to the Game Pass first? Sure. Yeah, they
1: uh they have really loaded up the August selection, which oh God, I God. think is deliberate because if you remember, their uh 3 months for $3 thing started in like May, end of May, yep. July, so August will be the last month of $1 subscriptions and yep. they are doing their very best to keep you hooked and That's right. I think I'm going to be hooked because yep. Like you said, August 17th, which has already come to pass as of the time of the recording here, uh, we've got Humankind, Need for Speed, mm-hmm. Battlefront 2, and Jedi Fallen Order. So Humankind is new, the other three are older games. Yep. But all big titles, the 19th is going to have Recompile, Train Sim World 2 in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then August 25th, we'll have the hotly anticipated Psychonauts 2, right. which we've talked about several times on this show before. And it'll be launching on the Xbox Game Pass for all subscribers. It'll be one of the first big-name titles to launch on their thing. And then, of Uh, course... The will be in August 2nd. And, of course, some games are going to be leaving. Uh, Blair Witch, Double Kick Heroes, Stranger Things 3. Which I imagine Stranger Things will probably be going to Netflix's game streaming service. I bet they're pulling their IP back in. Yeah.
0: And of course, the other big one is NBA Two K Twenty One, which is also going to be leaving as well. But I'm not a big sports fan. Woo. Yeah, I know. It's is like, ooh, I like. So it's funny. It's like I have casually watched basketball and casually watch rugby, but I'm and maybe some hockey every once in a while. That's mainly because it's kind of like you, you mm-hmm. know, you literally only watch it because it's on at work or the guys are talking about. It and you're just like, man, how about that sports game last night, guys?
1: I mean. If I'm going to watch a sport, honestly, this is kind of a guilty pleasure. I love watching sumo these days.
0: It's, it's, so those guys are actually legitimately talented. It's pretty cool to watch The athleticism
1: is pretty incredible. Once you've watched a bit, you know what to watch for.
0: Have you seen the videos of and the... Hakuhō?
1: Uh, is a Bam for... Well, he, he used to be. He's getting older now, but oh, he's, you still, he's still amazing.
0: Is he the reigning champ, I guess, over there right now? Or is he one is Obos-
1: one of the Yokozuna, and okay. he is, I think, easily the most successful Yokozuna of all time. Oh, wow. But he's kind of getting towards the end of his career now, and so he still wins at least half the time, which is saying something for that's someone awesome. who's considered to be starting to get washed up. Jesus,
0: man! Yeah, uh, usually, amazing. Yeah, usually about that time they kind of because he's dip off getting a into bit. his mid
1: thirties, which for a sumo wrestler is old.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. That that did dip dip back down quite a bit. So, um, in other news, and I guess in other, let's talk about. Um, other types of games that are uh, coming down, James. They're being taken. oh, so
1: yes. There are a couple <laughs> ones that I wanted to point out that are coming out yeah, soon. You want to talk about those? Yeah, the fall lineup is kind of stacked, honestly. I know. Um, for me, I loved Outer Wilds, which I don't think we've talked about it yet, but we should probably do an episode on that at some yeah. point. It was a Polygon's Game of the Year in 2019. Mm-hmm. It was this big game about a time loop in the solar system, and mm-hmm. you have the space traveler, and you're exploring the mysteries of this world and it's all based around this 22 minute loop of time but they have an expansion pack called echoes of the eye coming out on september 28th which i just found out about it a week ago it's kind of been low-key oh wow it's a small studio but it's an amazing game and i gather this is going to be in addition to the normal game like it's not going to be like a whole separate thing i think it's going to be added into what's there They haven't said that explicitly, but they said to save your save files, so I assume that's what it's for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like a fun time, man, because I know you, but you were talking about it pretty heavy um, with me a while back, uh, just in casual conversation we were at your house, I think, and... I think I got confused by Outer Worlds (laughs) and Outer Wilds.
1: Yeah, because you were talking about the greenhouse and like the guns, and I'm like, Outer Wilds doesn't have any of those things. What
0: is he talking about? Like, (laughs) I think Dave's gone crazy. You know, so understandably so. You know, but so, but actually, Outer Worlds,
1: I think, might be getting expansion as well. uh, They've got a,
0: they got a couple. I think know what they're talking about. They're going to, they, they announced Outer Worlds two.
1: That's what it is, yeah.
0: So that was that is unofficial uh, release date. I think they said maybe sometime either twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Maybe I don't know. Though I don't know how long they've been working on. it. I'm assuming they've been working on it for a little while. Um,
1: Games of that scale are usually like on a five or six year development track. So
0: yeah, and they released Outer Worlds about two years ago.
1: So maybe they're using the same engine. It's just going to be I think it's kind of what that. they're
0: doing. It. And they might make it a little bit more fun, uh, maybe make it a little bit bigger. Who knows? We'll see how they do with that. But that's one of those things mm-hmm. I'm looking at. I also, like I said, I want to try Outer Wilds because you were talking to, uh, talking a big game about it, and it made me really interested about it. And I didn't know it had actually won a BAFTA, which was kind of cool, I thought. So mm-hmm. um, I really want to I want to get in there and, and look at it because that's one of the first, uh, I believe it's one of the first game video games to win a BAFTA. If I remember correctly, because there's there's only been like two or three, I think, haven't there? Yeah,
1: not too many. It's been pretty, which is
0: kind of bizarre, you know, because that's because people that are on BAFTAs are the uh, the British Academy of Fine Arts, I believe Mm -hmm. it's what it is. And so, for the longest time, they didn't include video games in those 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 awards. So it's really interesting that they started to include them now because some of them are legitimate works of art.
1: Well, and I mean, they are though. They, they have soundtracks. I mean, a lot of times, if you just compile the effort. if you just compile the cutscenes, it's close to the length of a movie. Mm-hmm. The budgets are comparable to Hollywood I mean, blockbusters now for AAA
0: titles. I mean. Especially if you put something like Final Fantasy in there; it's definitely a length of a <laughs> movie. Some cutscenes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think gaming as an art form and as a expression is going to be on the rise. Oh, absolutely. And there's always going to be room for shooter games that are just, you know, thinly veiled shooter
0: games. That's but right. blam, blam. <laughs> well, there's
1: also stuff like Outer Wilds, which is actually a wonderful story.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. If you look at any of these indie games, like I remember, um, what was the okay. one I played a long time ago? I was about a year and a half ago. It was it was literally like a an Inca game where you shoot ink and it slowly uncovers the world as you as you as you shoot it like all you oh, see in, cool. all you see in front of you is just a blank like it's just white everyone as you mm-hmm. shoot it slowly uncovers the world and you have different colors and the different colors will do different things and things like that and it's kind of, no,
1: that sounds cool
0: it's that's really incredible. interesting but it's like a storybook kind of thing as you go through you learn about a kingdom and the 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 king was so afraid of like this plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was coming in and infesting the 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 kingdom it was really it's it's really interesting so it's oh. more of like a very simple ish puzzle child's game almost mm-hmm. but it's, it was really fun I enjoyed it yeah um but another things I've also uh, I was also looking forward to axiom verge 2 which I am super surprised that you have not played super- axiom verge one
1: I no I just hadn't it's no. a
0: huge like it's one of the, it's probably one of the the best uh, no, like it,
1: me a so. it's
0: super Metrovania. It is so great. It's like it, it's literally a, almost a carbon copy, uh, Metrovania. Like the way you you play the game, mm-hmm. like you go through. You have the the bosses um, that you have to fight. You get the power ups as you move mm-hmm. along. You and and it's even got like the little save point that looks like <laughs> they look almost like identical, but it's got this rich, rich story into it. Almost that's super like high sci-fi almost okay. it's weird like temporal realities and stuff like that it's okay it's really fun um if you like weird stuff like that it's it's good stuff so oh, i think I like the weird
1: stuff I, it's, it's
0: definitely well, i know you like weird stuff things <laughs> remember that one time you told me to put the popsicle in your mouth and call you a panda i don't know why that was all about but that was bizarre what <laughs> Exactly. Hey, you said weird stuff. I went weird. Sure that sure that never happened, but still it's weird.
1: I was thinking of uh, Doctor Horrible's sing-along blog.
0: Oh where yeah. Where they have
1: the hero in your own way song where it's like,
0: We do the weird stuff. <laughs> we like the weird stuff too. It's like what? so they say it's a great musical by <laughs> I the way guys the way <laughs> is that is one of the last things i've seen uh nathan filling and felicia day in, and I, I, that was pretty good and know, patrick harrison and all people
1: it had a really sad cast <laughs>
0: i know and these are the guys that like they were bit they were getting big but they weren't big enough to like not do like a well a quick little web series,
1: and they keep talking about doing a sequel to it. But these people are all so famous now that they can't get them together at the same time. Well,
0: yeah, especially Neil Patrick Harrison. He's a huge like movie star and a Broadway star, and on top mm-hmm. of being like on How I Met Your Mother, and on uh, Nathan Billion was just in the Suicide Squad too, mm-hmm. which.
1: Because he was on Castle and the Suicide Squad and what else. If you want
0: yeah, if you wanna watch a really fun uh, thing of Nathan Fillion on Suicide Squad, it's on HBO Max, mm-hmm. well, check it out. He plays T T uh, T D K, which is the detachable kid. <laughs> His arms pop off, James. That's all I'm right. gonna say. It's it's phenomenal. He's <laughs> Sounds in it for, like for he's in it for all of like thirty minutes, but it's the best like one of some <laughs> of the best 30 minutes ever. Anyway, so talking about more prescient things on news. Um, talking about mean, mean uh, uh, publishers and uh, video game companies, uh, <laughs> Nintendo has ordered ROM site uh, to destroy all of its games or else. Um, this is coming from uh, Zach. Yeah, yeah Kotaku uh, by Zach. I'm going to butcher his last name, Zwinzen. Wow. So, uh, ROM Universe, which is a, a website where folks could download pirated copies of various Nintendo games and even pay a premium to get faster downloads was sued into oblivion back in may of this year um so basically nintendo is is, uh, seeking damages for uh their uh roms that are being put up on this website people are basically paying for them Mm -hmm. there you know this site you know i've known about this site for a while i haven't actually bought anything from them but um because there are other ways and Freer ways to get those ROMs. Well, yeah, and so, so they've kind
1: saying. of they've kind of sinned twice here, right? You know, one yeah. they put up ROMs, which obviously Nintendo's not yeah. a fan of, but then they charge money for it,
0: and you Nintendo know, really isn't in for which it, which
1: is like kicking him in the nuts. I mean, yeah, and I mean, I'm
0: gonna say what, you don't kick Mario on the nuts, expecting him <laughs> not to shoot a fireball at you. I'm just saying, guys, um, maybe he even puts on his cat suit and goes after his
1: club. Well, I think the flip side of this too is Nintendo has started monetizing their ROMs again. You know, there's the release of the NES and SNES classic yeah. consoles. And then there's also the yeah. stuff being put out on Nintendo Online, the, the Mario so,
0: All Stars Collection. We know with the with the Sunshine yeah. um, Odyssey and, and 60. And but like Mario even 64. the NES
1: and the Super NES games are part of the Nintendo Online yeah. package on your Switch now, and so some of them. This yeah. is not everything, but yeah. it's not it's not dead IP anymore, though they're monetizing it again, and so they're going to start protecting
0: it again. Which you're going to see, like I said, I've actually seen some of that pop off. Uh, especially like on YouTube videos, people have been getting demonetized and getting copyright strikes on them. And Nintendo's been bad about that for They've a while. Been very
1: bad about that, and that's part of the reason why you don't see a lot of Nintendo games streamed, and you don't see a lot of Nintendo games on YouTube yeah. featured as prominently.
0: And it's that's the sad thing is like it's free advertising for them, which I don't know why they wouldn't be okay with that. Because like if they have something like this new Mario game, Mario Golf game came out, like why wouldn't you want people to you know? Put, up, put it up on YouTube, you know, like, why wouldn't you want people streaming it, kind of things like that. It just, it makes no sense to me. Because yeah. all it does is push sales, in my opinion, if somebody looks like, because, I mean, I don't know how you are, but, like, if I see something on Twitch or YouTube, like, for example, I was looking at uh, the new Death's Door that came out pretty mm-hmm. recently, uh, and I was curious to see what it was like. I was So I looked it up on some gameplay on YouTube, and it looked fascinating, and I'm like, oh, this looks really fun. I like the story look. I like the aesthetic. Looks like It looks like it'd be a fun time. Maybe like a 10 or eight hour, you know, little mm-hmm. fun romp. I'll probably end up putting it on my wishlist and get it maybe around Christmas time. Yeah. Whenever they throw it on sale or something like that. But like the, w- that just drives sales. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like why somebody would get all pissed off about that.
1: It doesn't make sense to me either. But, uh, I mean, but, interestingly enough about the ROM site though, the ROM universe, mm-hmm. they were awarded a $2.1 million damages in a lawsuit. Which I guess this guy didn't have any of this money in his own name because no. he was required to make fifty dollar payments. Yep, until the two point one million dollars was returned. I am like, well, if it's fifty dollar payments, I mean, I could host a site like that. I yeah, mean, so bad. I am sure he made it a lot more than that. Did you
0: see this though? But like, but he
1: failed to make the first payment.
0: Yeah, because him being a little pirate, he's probably gonna be like, no, I can't make the payment <clears throat> up yours, Nintendo. I am just
1: thinking, like, dude, if you ran a pirated site that you monetized, and the worst you got was fifty bucks. A month for life. I mean, that's a steal.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, but it also looks like Apparently he, he the game uh, since he can't make his his payments, Nintendo's requesting a permanent injunction against him uh, so that he'll never be able to bring the site back. Yeah, and I guess that's one way to get him, you know, to stop, you know, trying to monetize their their, yeah. they're their making, products. They're
1: making an example of him, and uh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. he was monetizing himself, and that makes him easy pickings because it's easy for them to demonstrate damages when he's charging money for
0: it. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. so. In, in future reference, guys. Uh, don't charge for Nintendo stuff. If, if you're you go. going
1: to host illegal games, don't charge people money for
0: it. Be smart about it, guys. Come on, you know that's 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 the name of the game. So, um, and let's go up, and we'll finish. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the aimbot, or you want to talk about my video game, uh, study? Let's do the video game study. So smart this is thing. something I thought was really interesting. You know, I'm kind of perusing, uh, news. Um, apparently, there seniors have been sought are being sought for a University of Washington uh, study on video game based therapy, um, which is this is also this is by the Seattle Times uh, by Christine Claridge. Um, mm-hmm. So it's looking uh, that uh, researchers are searching for adults ages from 65 to 75 who have been diagnosed with depression and tension issues to participate in clinical studies evaluating the effects of brain enhancing video games. So this is kind of the idea of as you get older, you kind of lose a lack of attention to what you' like what you're trying to get done, the specific tasks in life. Basically, you know, as you move on, obviously in life, you know you, you usually probably get a little tired, you know you don't you don't have a lot of focus, right? You know, you're know, you not at work anymore. You yeah, relate. and
1: this has kind of been an ongoing debate for a long time is how much of the cognitive decline do you see mm-hmm. is physiologic in the sense that it comes from brain damage and yeah. how much of this is preventable. Because a lot of times people retire yeah. and then your day-to-day engagement in high-level thoughts and, you know, goes and decision-making goes way yeah. down. It's like so is your... Is your mental faculties declining because you're not using them? Is it declining for other more physiologic reasons? Yeah. Is it something of both? Sure. And then, if if it's you know at least partly the former, yeah. can you mitigate that with a well designed video game?
0: No, oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Can you can well, you game your way into better success? I mean, people've been doing this for centuries too with stuff like crossword puzzles and bridge clubs and chess clubs and anything that keeps the mind going.
0: But I mean, as it's kind of a showing that you know as our society kind of gear shifts gears towards more technology mm-hmm. and people more of like boomers and that grew up with, you know, video games and people more like our age, mm-hmm. you know, as we get older and we, you know, we don't interact with as many people. Mm-hmm. We, our, our circle of friends are significantly smaller than say like our parents were because yeah. our, our parents are friends with everybody, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, it's kind of like you and I, we probably have maybe what, ten close friends maybe
1: really close friends but yeah i've also found that as i get older and plug more into adult society my network of people
0: is getting bigger well yeah there's there's lots of like you know but no it's not the same you know, as like, it was then. like associates and you'll have like you know friendly coworkers and things like that people you mm-hmm. interact with them but you don't go, you don't go hang out with them like
1: no and every so, every week and so right? it's interesting that too like as people like you said in our generation or even our parents generation get more physically frail Mm-hmm. Can video games be a medium to, yeah. you know, one, continue with social interactions, yeah. and then two, entertain yourself and maybe keep your brain sharper? So
0: yeah. well, it's even the kind of like they, I've seen people. Uh, I'm mean, thinking
1: like when I'm 70 or 80 and retired, we should have a guild on some type of MMO. Oh, I
0: mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. And if we can I don't totally, have anything better to do, I'm play 14 to- hours a day. We can totally <laughs> trash talk some little kid on there and be like, my mommy, I'm going to tell my mom you They're like, go well, tell your mom yummy, you little whippersnapper. I'll come through and beat you with a stick. <laughs> You know something like that. I don't know. As I'm sitting there in my underwear, and Jackie's telling me to take out the trash, still. But you know, it's what. (laughs) But I, I don't know. But that, that's, that's, I think that it, it'll be good because they, you can like even, I
1: played a while back in 2006. Go back home, dude. Back when it was, you know, we,
0: we. Back were, when it was good, we did this. That's right. <laughs> you know, come at me, bro. Like, what? What are you saying, boomer? <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, that's, it, it, I think that it's going to help us along because you've seen these kinds of things being already done because you see videos online of, guys like my dad's age and your dad's age Uh there's are playing like call of duty with like it was the 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 example that came to mind was there's a video of a guy online he plays call of duty you know every night with his brother so he has six other brothers that Uh are around the same age as he is and they're all kind of retired already and they all get online and they play with each other yeah you know and even if they don't like they get in a match together and they have a good time it's a good way to stay and they all live across the country so they Uh can interact with each other and they can at least, you know, spend a little time with each other. And he's, it seems like he's, he stays interacted with them. And then you get people like, you know, the, uh, I call her Skyrim grandma. She, she's, mm-hmm. I mean, she's in her eighties and she's playing video games. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it, it's obviously there's some benefits to it. I would like to see what their study does in the long run. Yeah, and how well it does, but, uh, yeah, so this is
1: like an idea that people have been kicking around for a long time, and it, it'd be really interesting to see how much evidence. Let you know if they come up with some actual substantial evidence.
0: Yeah, really cool to see. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of, I kind of hope maybe they can be an excuse for us yeah. to uh, play video games when you go to order.
1: I said I don't know what it will <laughs> do. Co- I don't know if it will help cognitively, but intuitively, I think it has to help with depression and that isolation oh, that comes
0: with. Just them. just keeping that's that's been a thing for a long help time, in, 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 in psychological studies, that just keeping yourself motivated and doing things help you, you know, stay off depression and anxiety and things like that. So, but it's more lighthearted news, James. Have you seen that? uh, What's his face? Uh, The guy um, from
1: Stuff Made Here, which you might remember.
0: Shane Whiten.
1: He did the haircutting robot for YouTube Live a few years back.
0: (laughs) He did a basketball
1: bot. He did. He did catapults to his wife.
0: Mm-hmm. What has he done now, though, James? Most
1: recently, he has made an aimbot for a bow and arrow of all things, which is really cool. Have you seen the video of it? <laughs> I have not watched the video for this one yet. So
0: I've attached it there. But if you, whenever you get done, when you get on here, you can check it out and, and see it. It's pretty cool. So he does everything. He literally uh, does a couple uh, shots where he looks away and mm-hmm. he just does the does the little hole and it hits the target just dead center, <laughs> and it, it's pretty cool to watch dude like if you guys get a chance go out and check it out but it's essentially taking out all of the he's got these um uh sensors on it of um where is it it's, it's basically uses eight uh opti track cameras placed around his workshop so it's you have this these cameras that are around there and it, I, th- I believe it has a uh, so it
1: just tracks objects in motion and yeah then it, it points the arrow. For
0: yeah it. basically so it's it's really kind of cool that he he does that, and he actually um, on the front of the bow um, he has these uh, these camera, like these smaller cameras on the on on the on the front of the bow mm-hmm. as well. And so whenever he makes these shots, I mean it's 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 super accurate, so mm-hmm. to say the least. I would love to see him be able to do this. Where he can basically target something without the cameras around the office as well mm-hmm. and maybe use it in an outside setting as well.
1: Well, so that's the thing is that this is working at a fixed range with a fixed firing force. Yep. In a closed environment that's been pre-set up. Baby, so
0: baby steps, James. Baby
1: steps. So it's really impressive.
0: It's kinda of like that idea of like here we've seen the thing with uh uh I think I don't know if it's Demolition Man or what what movie it was, but it's no, it's um it's the fifth element. He uh, he shoots the. He remember, I'm saying he shoots the gun mm-hmm. and he he hits the hits the target and Gary Oldman turns around and goes watch and he shoots it at the, all the people that are trying to buy the gun from it, and the bullets just go boom and they go right back to the target. <laughs> that's what I could think of. It's all I could think of whenever that came out. So oh, that's great. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's it's kind of like maybe we're working that working our way to that. So it's it's it'll be fun. I think it'll really, be it'll be interesting to see how how it moves on and develops and things mm-hmm. like that. So. But so, yeah, talking about so papers, uh, please. Yes, papers. Oh what you want my papers? You want yes, you want you I'm want to make sure your, your papers. papers you want me to say, I, is this is the one I have. This is either I have I mean
1: you're growing a a stash. you might not be legal. I,
0: mean, I am I am, I am man, I am man. Yes, I also have work visa as well. Let me in. Like it says here you're Oh, you're a sex worker. What's this? <laughs> it's like
1: uh, the name you gave is not the same as your work visa.
0: It is correct. You know, <laughs> I want well, to know this one's stamp. stamped. This one has expired from two days ago. Please, my wife's in there. I need to go. <laughs> so Papers, Please is a puzzle simulation video game created by indie developer Lucas Polk, uh, developed through his production company uh, 3909 LLC. Um, do you want to do a brief kind of overview about sure. the game, James? and this
1: is an interesting one because this game came out of nowhere. Absolutely. In 2000, in 2000, it was uh, August 2003. I'm sure you've seen it on
0: YouTube before. 13, I apologize. 2013,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Papers, Please, you take the role of a border crossing immigration officer. Yep. It's the, It's like a fictional Eastern Bloc, you know, post-Soviet country. It's called Aristotska. And uh, there's political hostilities between this country and its neighbors, and you sit at a migration checkpoint. And so if you've ever crossed the border in a, one of the more war-torn parts of the world, like the Middle East, it is startlingly similar. It's, it's, it's a, very quite scary. A stimu, quite the yeah. simulation. So people like walk up to your desk, and they give you papers. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to look at their passport and their immigration cards, and you do a quick interview. And if they meet standards, then you usher them through. And as the game evolves, people come in with sob stories, people try to lie to you, and then the government keeps adding more and more layers of complexity. Like, you know, more, more papers are required, you have to check for more things, now we have a body scanner...
0: Yeah, and then on top of that, you have a quota you have to meet. You have to hit certain amounts. Of- and then that's
1: the other thing, too, is you get paid per person. Yes. And you have to buy food and medicine and stuff for your family because if you don't meet your quotas, then one, you might get fired, but two, the game starts telling you, like, oh, your daughter died of tuberculosis because you couldn't yeah. buy drugs for
0: her. Little little, little Jimmy's about <laughs> to lose his leg. you got to attend the surgery. What's going to go on with that? Oh, my God. That surgery
1: is going to cost, like, 30 people at the border, so you got to rush tomorrow.
0: Oh, also, by the way, all that money you saved up, rent just went up as well as heating and everything. So, But you still get to choose between heat and food. It's just like, what do you do? It's just, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's then there's this crazy. whole like, subplot line of people who are trying to get you to help them with like a revolution, mm-hmm. and they want you to let people through the border with stuff, and depending on what you do, like bombs are dropped. In the-
0: yeah, it's <laughs> and ridiculous. It's, uh,
1: it's heavy stuff.
0: It's, it's fun, though. So that the, the whole idea of this came whenever um lucas pope it was so he was a former former developer for uh naughty dog which is the uncharted series if you, if you haven't played those guys mm-hmm. go out and check them out they're, they're great little action games and he left uh them around 2010 um and whenever he decided to travel uh, from uh he moved went to uh, moved to japan with his wife uh, who's also a game designer. So during the process of that, he, uh, I apologize, he, they re, briefly relocated to uh, Singapore after living in Japan for a few years. And while moving from country to country, he noticed during the immigration process, though, it's arduous. No matter where you go, mm-hmm. it takes, especially if you're going to you know, settle somewhere for a permanent amount of time, and he, he he said, you know, it, it was kind of like one of those things because it's just you, you notice that even though it's arduous, no matter where you go, you continuously start to see there's a formula that the yes. border guards follow. And it's the same almost in every country. Like and yeah. but there's different varying levels of like scrutiny depending on where you're going, right? And it,
1: it's always the same stuff, and it's an interesting job because it's it's mindless tedium. Yes, it's very difficult to get to all the details in a timely fashion, okay. and these stakes are actually incredibly high for such a boring job.
0: Really, yeah.
1: Especially at a more war torn border where people might be trying every day to sneak past the border for oh, various levels of nefariousness yeah. or. Non nefarious things, but yeah. In any case, as a border guard, it doesn't matter why they're trying to get across. No, the no absolutely, yeah. Go. So yeah, it's an interesting idea because yeah, you're right. You have this juxtaposition of tedium and bureaucracy yep. with high stakes, tense situation.
0: No, oh, absolutely. And if you want to watch something that's really interesting, though, like kind of like going off this, I got into a wormhole a while back when I was it was about two months back when I was on nights. I got bored. And I was watching. Uh, border uh border security for uh great britain and the kind of stuff they deal with at their airports it's pretty fun to watch people like try to get away with stuff mm-hmm. if you want to watch people like literally try to take thousands of dollars on an airplane and they're like and they don't like tell them they're like hey mm-hmm. they don't they don't what's i forgot what's called or even more so yeah you have to declare your declare that's what it was and they weren't like oh, they'll do things like they'll bring thousands of cigarettes over from like mm-hmm. France, but they're only allowed to bring so many in. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing to watch the kind of crowd that people try to get away with. So. Exactly.
1: And my experience, like flying to Mexico and back, for example, yeah. has been that if you're at the border and if you declare whatever you have, they you're don't good. give it they don't give a shit. Yeah, really like, no. The amount of like for example, like the tax that you would owe, like so for Mexico, you're you're actually legally entitled to bring back, I think depending on when you go like one or two liters of alcohol per family. Mm -hmm. But if you bring back like six, yeah. It's only the tax for these only a couple of dollars a bottle, and so it's not it's not, it's not, not really with the border guards time to write it up. Yeah, they don't really care. And so care. as long as you just say outright what you have and show them the sack, they're like, okay, fine, whatever.
0: Yeah, they're more worried about. But you if bringing you try them, and lie about it, they get pissed.
1: They will get pissed, and they will make sure you waste like an entire day for that six bucks that you owe the government. Yeah, it's like it's not about the money at that point. It's about making Gee, a James, statement. Gee,
0: it sounds familiar <laughs> from on my end. So. <laughs> I, I might have been dealing with that a little bit last night. It's, it, there was a little turd we were dealing with all last night. And I was just like, man, at this point, I'm not even like, I don't even care if, you know, you get charged thing. It's a point made because you've made, you've ruined my entire night at this point. And you've ruined everybody else, like this area of town. You have pissed off everybody in town in this little part of town. So we're just going to make an example. That no we're making a statement, yeah. This is, this is what it's come down to. So, And you're just a little turd. But anyways, yeah, that, that's kind of what you, you run into in this. And he's, he notices that, like, as you as you go through, you know, these checkpoints and things like that, it's this tedium that you have to deal with. And he really soaks this into the game, right? Mm-hmm. And he really kind of says, you know, hey, you know, I I, I start to see, like, he start, he's watching these people go through and he's seeing people get denied and moved over for further investigations and mm-hmm. things like that. And you really start to see, like, as you go through the game, you say, oh. It's a lot more sense you know like because you have to do those extra things like like, like you said, that scanner pops up, you know, halfway mm-hmm. through, and they're like, "Well, why do I need scanner?" And you like scan them, and it's like, "Oh, this is a woman. This is a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> oh, this person's got bombs on them." It's just like, yeah. "Oh, okay." It's like a passport denied. <laughs> De- denied. What do you mean? I'm going to go through, and then you have to use either choose to either use the trunk gun or the actual gun. It's just like, <laughs> "Oh, this is going to be awkward, isn't it?" You know. So you have to choose, and it's mm-hmm. it's it, it just kind of moves on, and it's really really interesting that. He he really kind of uh, uh, thought about this, uh, and on top of like the general immigration thing, he was really. Um, he also cites the uh, the films Argo and the Bourne series. I don't know if you have ever seen the Argo uh,
1: uh, uh, film at all. No, I saw a lot of the Bourne series. I don't think I ever saw the Argo. So film. the
0: Argo Argo has got Ben Affleck, and it's really good. Okay. Um, it's actually loosely based on actual events of uh, the CIA uh, basically setting up a fictional a Hollywood studio Mm -hmm. to train agents, to go to the middle East, to film, (laughs) (laughs) to film things in the middle East, but they're actually just doing surveillance and running an operation over there. Okay. It's, it's pretty interesting. If you ever get bored and you want to watch it, it, it's it's pretty fun. The simple fact to think like, oh my God, they actually did that. That's kind of cool. But but yeah, he cites that as well, um, and you can really tell he kind of gets a little bit into the uh, espionage kind yeah. of mode when you're replaying this game. So
1: and that's kind of the interesting thing is you're on the other end of it. Like the yeah. you know, the NPCs are the spies and the terrorists yep. and the people just trying to get to their family, and you're the schmuck at the passport center trying to catch them. <laughs>
0: well, you know, and sometimes you're really good at catching them, and sometimes you. Literally looked at 15 people that day, and you're just like, God, I don't care anymore. And that last person runs through, and then all of a sudden they go, glory for Estonia, and they blow up the checkpoint.
1: Yep. And every time someone sneaks through, the little ticker tape in your, sta- in your
0: <laughs> <station> <laughs> and tells and, you what you see Oh, my up. God. Dude, that was so anxiety-inducing when I first played it. I'm like, what did I do? And like, I, I was like, I'll get this next one. And then all of a sudden, he goes, he goes thank you. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> like, I, what did I Freaking mess.
1: Oh, it's so infuriating, isn't it? Well, yeah, because you they have like these passports of like 30 pieces of information, and it's like, oh, the birth date didn't match. And it's like, well, how the hell was I supposed to notice that?
0: Yeah, it's like, all right, there was like one letter different from his passport as opposed to his like ID. You know? And I'm just like, like you were saying, that he just slowly stacks all these things up on you, and eventually you're just like, mother of God, I'm done with this freaking job.
1: I mean, it gives me a lot of sympathy when you're actually at the border and you hand this person like his fistful of papers. And you're yeah. sitting there tapping your foot like I've got 30 seconds to make my flight, and yeah. they're looking at your papers. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's I'm telling you, man. People, it, it's it's it, it was it's a little comforting to know that people that have played this game kind of know what I go through on a daily basis. <laughs> like if I if I stop, I'm talking to somebody, and they're just like, "Hey, man, can I go yet?" I'm like, no, man, I'm just gonna check a couple things because it's literally like sometimes the people will literally just do like you said, like there's sometimes. <laughs> in the game you get this simple little piece of paper that just has their name written on it and like their date of birth and nothing else. And I'm like, well, now I got to figure out if this is the right person. So I got to yeah. run through a database, figure out, find a picture of this person, make sure it's who they are, mm-hmm. you know, make sure they don't have any warrants. Oh, look, the person they gave me, it's not the right social security number. So I'm pretty sure they're lying to me who That's they a, are. Yeah,
1: Try again. That guy's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my. It's this. <laughs> yeah. It was a little like, I, I, like I said, I can only play this game for about 10 to 20 hours. Can't remember how much I actually played it but I had to put it down. I haven't been able to play it since because it got too much like having work at home a little bit, <laughs> so, but not, <laughs> it, 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 it's still fun to say the least. So. so, but, but anyways, so obviously we have a great, a great love for this game.
1: Yeah. So how and, about reception for the game? In oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So the game was highly received. It had, you know, uh, most places that I, I could find gave it between an eight and a half out of 10 to a nine out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, most places uh, from what I've gathered um, it, it, it uh, here's here's a, a good um, you know some summary of uh, one gentleman from CBC, CBC news Jonathan Orr. Uh, he called paper play, papers please a nerve-wracking sleething game with relentless pacing and dozens of compelling characters all from a desk job I mean it, it's <laughs> not wrong I mean it's 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 phenomenal and another one Uh, Simon Parkin from the New York Times uh, declared the papers, please. Uh, The top video game of 2013, he wrote, Grim yet affecting, it's a game that may change your attitude the next time you're in line at the airport. And so that's, that's, that's literally what it comes down to. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. one of those great I mean, things. Even, uh,
1: even Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation had good things to
0: say about it. Which is unheard of. <laughs> he usually has a few yeah. little nitpicks that he's got to get in there and yeah. jab in. Well, he said so, the game
1: presents us with constant moral choices, but makes it really hard to be a good person. While you could waive the rules to reunite a couple, you do it at the expense of your own family. Yep.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's, it, and it's, that's the deep, like, you know, the deep cuts on this. Right? You know, he he won you he wants you to make that moral choice because there's always that thing is just like you and you and you have that in the back of your mind the whole time. And that's what that's the biggest problem with me in my profession is it's like I constantly think people people are lying to me when I'm talking, they're like, you know, like so whenever I'd be playing this game and he's like, please, I want to get to, I need to see my wife. We haven't seen each other for three years. I need to get be reunited with her in the back of my mind. I'm like this guy's a terrorist. (laughs) He's trying to get, he's trying to smuggle something in. I know he is. And I'm like, but I don't have the extra machine yet. That's, that's coming up next, like in a couple turns. So how do I know if he's got anything on him? Hmm. Denied. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, what? But yeah, but it's, it's really fun. So, And, and the really cool thing about this game though, That I thought it was really interesting. They have multiple endings and you even actually even have an endless mode. If you like this game so much and you never want it to end, Uh, there's an endless mode, James.
1: If you want to play endless mode of papers, please. I have some exciting job opportunities for you.
0: (laughs) It's called border patrol or I immigration. <laughs> it's like there I mean, you go. Yeah, any number of bureaucratic jobs would be great, for or you. You are, or even just a file clerk. Your yeah. choice. I mean, human <laughs> resources. I mean, it's little... yeah, 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 you can have fun with that. It's not my cup of tea, but yeah, that's that's great. So, but, uh,
1: interestingly, for this game, it's uh, for such a simple game, it has spawned a whole oh, like God, yeah. genre of narratives, mm-hmm. including most notably in 2014. Uh there was, sorry, in 2018, two Russian filmmakers, yep. uh, Lilia Chak and uh, Nikita Ordinsky, mm-hmm. uh, made an 11-minute live-action film based on Papers, Please, called Papers, Please, the short film. Yep. And I've watched this one a couple times, and it it's is really, good. really good and a pretty faithful rendition of the game, including one of the game's storylines. Yes. And uh, there's been a number of other YouTubers who have made lots of things. And Adore Monster did one. I mean, lots of people have done games, have done videos about this game.
0: Yeah, and so they, talking about these weird kind of bleak games, um, they actually, uh, later on, they made another one, uh, a short film about uh, Return of the Obra Den. Have you played that game at all?
1: Uh, I've watched a bit of it. That's another one that Yahtzee liked. Yeah. About, it, like, yeah. You're,
0: uh, you're like a future insurance person like
1: investigating
0: the crash of the ship. It's pretty cool. I like. It. I kind of want to get it at some point because it's kind of like a mix between horror and mystery. Investigate. It's kind of like that murder mystery kind of thing. Yeah, I, I
1: think it's got some of the point and click adventure vibes yeah. too.
0: It's pretty fun. So I just like you said, watching somebody get it. But uh, talking a little less, more a little bit more about the. Uh, uh, Papers, please. So, um, on top of the adaptations they've got, Papers, please was so re- well received. It actually won a ba- several BAFTA awards, mm-hmm. uh, which, like I said, everyone. It's the British, uh, British, wow, British awards. Uh, am I having a brain fart? How to say this? The British Academy for for fine
1: theater arts. Or theater or arts, like probably. Yeah.
0: Maybe I don't know, but anyways, it's basically for fine arts for the British Academy. Um, no. which is pretty unheard of, like I said earlier. On top of that, he, he estimates that, he says at least, they sold at least 1.8 million copies across all pro- platforms. And that that's, was by 2016. That's pretty pretty recently, yeah, but in the last five years they've done that. So, And that's just bizarre for such a small studio such a simple game. It kind of goes to show that simple ideas like this can, be, can just do gangbusters. I mean, you've seen things like this, like Hollow Knight, -hmm. And some of these other smaller studios, but especially things like you know, um, but there's
1: uh, a there's a real place for games that have a nice idea, a compelling bit of narrative mm -hmm. that are short in length.
0: Yeah, because I used to think of Papers,
1: Please. It's not a long game; it's a fairly short one. But if it was
0: longer, it wouldn't work. I mean, you could literally play for like three hours and beat the game if you really Mm -hmm. wanted to. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you could even play for 15 minutes and beat the game, and just end up being killed by your superiors because you don't do your job properly. So well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you do, if you do Losing that, is if you do that, you are not a good communist party player. You need to you need to up your game and do do what's good for party. <laughs> you have
1: failed your family, and you have failed your party. <laughs>
0: That's all right, That's fue comrade. <laughs> so talking about that, I, I dude. So have you? Uh, I've been watching. Um, what was it? The Venture Brothers, and you remember the gal. <laughs> That uh you ever watched The Venture Brothers at all? Uh
1: that was the Cartoon Network series, right? Yeah, do you
0: remember the guy named Brock Samson in it? I remember Brock so Samson. So you remember yeah. his 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 intense love with the Russian spy gal that had like one eye patch but shaped yes. like a heart? That's the only thing I could think of whenever somebody gets ki- if somebody would get killed, like see I was waiting for like you'd be sitting there on your desk and she's like Dust for done you, comrade, and she like just chokes you out and you die. That's all I can think of, but uh my but,
1: favorite Brock Samson moment was whenever they're in like the uh the B guys like the yeah. the king, the
0: monarch,
1: the, yeah the monarch's uh, lair, yeah. and Brock Samson like busts in like in his car, yeah. and he's just like backing up and driving around, <laughs> running over all the monarchs people, <laughs> and there's just like he's turning on the windshield wipers for the blood, and he's just yeah, like rrr, rrr.
0: <laughs> Dude, he is a megalomaniac. <laughs> I actually just watched an episode where uh, it's I'm I'm rewatching. It's all on HBO Max, by the way. Mm-hmm. He just, this is a huge tangent, guys. I apologize. But he actually, they get captured by pirates. They're like, where's the key to your boat? And he's like, it's in my butt. And so, like, they start doing a cavity search. And he literally squeezes his butt cheeks. And, like, cuts their hand off. No, no, no. He keeps their hand in there. And he basically kills the other guy that's standing in front of him with the guy that he's got clenched in his butt cheeks. (laughs) I'm like, what is this? Wow. What is this? it's a great show if you guys haven't seen it it came out a while ago and it's more of like our generation uh of uh, uh toonami a little bit mm-hmm. and it's 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 great stuff adult swim is phenomenal uh, but anyways so that's gonna be our wrap-up that's that's a weird way to end the game that's a
1: weird note to end things on but, you but know.
0: talking about butt clenching and killing pirates well so. i mean there's some precedent for it in our DD campaign yeah, so that, that is not wrong <laughs> R.I.P. Court. Um, anyways, so he's the world saver. Um, anyways, guys, I just want to say again thanks for coming by and, and waxing a little bit with us. And hopefully you guys enjoy the new uh lineup, the new segments we have set up. If you guys enjoying this, if you guys have any kind of news you want us to talk about, if there's anything pressing it that we're not covering, let us know because like I said it's all pretty willy nilly about the news cycle that we were picking out and just things we we're enjoying. So things that are maybe a little bit more lighthearted as opposed to some dark things that are going on in the world right now. Like I said, mm-hmm. hopefully this will brighten your day up a little bit and with our antics and our, our, our BS that we throw around here. So again, guys, James, I want to say thank you, comrade for uh, coming in and, and, showing, and singing the praises of our uh, glorious <laughs> and and Estonia and, uh, and may her, 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 our motherland never die. So guys, thanks for showing up today. We will see you guys next week. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.